back to That's Right, the podcast. It's me, Molly, here, and this week we're going to be talking about all things startups, and we're going to delve into the world of business, which, of course, was a huge theme for us at Fried for our first edition of our magazine, seeing as we are a new business ourselves. So here at Fried, we are very acquainted with how great a challenge it is to set up your own business. So today I thought it would be a great idea to hear from someone else who has taken the risk to create a business from scratch and uh, create a magnificent business at that. So I am so, so happy to introduce... Um, Galway-based designer Emma Larkin. Welcome to the podcast, Emma. Oh, thank you so much, Molly. Uh, that's such a <laughs> nice introduction. Um, um, so yeah, so I'm Emma. Um, I'm a jewellery designer from Galway, and I started my brand Emma Larkin Design back in 2018. Um, so I had just basically like finished an internship um, in a jewellery in an internship in jewellery in Estonia, and um, I wanted. Good. Yeah, so basically I was over there and I was kind of like, why why am I over here making someone else's work when like I could be at home making my own work? Um so when I kind of came back then I was like, okay, no, that's what I'd like to do. So yeah, so I like I moved home like into my parents' house and now I make um jewelry and headpieces from a little dark room that I'm in now <laughs> with oh, no very good. Yeah, so um yeah, so it's um it's good, and I yeah, so I mainly make earrings, and lately I've been trying to kind of focus a lot on hats and headpieces, like the one that you got. Um, yeah. So, um, yeah. So that's that's kind of it then. I least I took it out of the box today just to kind of get inspired for the podcast. So did you? A, I hope you're a, wearing it. <laughs> I'm actually sitting here at home wearing my headpiece. <laughs> um, no. How? When was it, Emma? Was it like? I think that it was, was. Was it last? It was last summer. Yeah, it must have been. It was just, it was after electric picnic, maybe, or last I summer. I think it was because I bought it because I was going to wear it to the stall races, but I ended yeah. up working for Ladies' Day, so I couldn't wear it. Oh, that was the so just to give like people an idea, because obviously they can't see it, but um, the headpiece Emma designed was, it was like, how would you describe it? It was like a headband, but it was like flames coming out of it. Yeah, it so was... there's these little kind of fake, like, um, I actually, I'm, I'm looking at I'm one of them here now in the room, but like, it's <laughs> like a bright orange kind of like flame headpiece or whatever. So I tried to make it kind of look like fire, but um, it would have been class at the races. You still have time next year. Time. Maybe, <laughs> yeah. maybe not this year, but next year. Emma, I never realised that you um, interned in Estonia. Will you tell me a bit about that? Yeah, so basically, um, yeah, so I went to NCAD and I did jewellery and metalwork. Um, so, but like that was never like the day before when we were in NCAD, the day before we had to pick our courses, like I hadn't a clue what to pick okay. and I just yeah. picked it kind of on a whim and then I actually yeah. really liked it. So, um, and then it was just really funny because after college I was like, oh, I don't think that like I'm going to keep up jewelry, like I'm going to move to Canada. Really? Like, every... Yeah, it was like, just, I just didn't really see myself doing it and I'm the, I so I was like I'm going to move to Canada like everyone else in Ireland so yeah. I um at my at my degree show the um I was in there or whatever and I saw these women looking at my pieces and I was like oh like I should go over and like try and tell my stuff and anyways yeah. I just didn't and one of them came over and we're like oh like your pieces are, are whose pieces are these and I was like oh they're mine and they're, she was like oh they're really like this guy in Estonia the studio designer you should get on to him and do an internship with him and I was like I don't know where Estonia is <laughs> I was like I definitely can't and so then but I was like no do you know what like I was like I'm moving to Canada but like I'll give yeah. him I'll give him a message and then so when I was in Canada then he messaged me and was like listen like this is back in 2017 so he was like I have 
an opening space for an internship in October for a few months and then I won in 2019 so I was like I'll just I'll just move to Estonia so I yeah so I I know um but it's actually really nice it's going to be one of those places that really like take off like Krakow or you know Budapest Um, but um yeah it's amazing how those ladies came up and just said that to you because they're like isn't that I just know. a sign like that's just like the universe telling you like they're like, completely no, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I know so um and it was it was a really good experience like it was um but more so than anything I really took from it that I really wanted to make my own pieces rather than making other people's pieces for them yeah um just because I was like I'm spending so many hours making work that isn't mine that I'd be well able exactly. to kind of make like that's that's something that really like I'm so happy that I went to Estonia Fair because I was able to kind of take that away from it. So that was really good. And it probably like you were probably getting annoyed because there was probably not annoyed, but like you're probably thinking like of ways you would do things differently or yeah, how you would definitely. design things. So that probably yeah. like, spurred you on even more to like yeah, really oh, no. do my own thing. Yeah, and it was. And it's so funny because when I came back then to Galway, um, I was like all guns blazing. I was like, I'm going yeah. to get an internship. I'm going to get a jewellery internship and I'm going to make all these pieces. And I didn't have a clue like what I was doing, but like I was really kind of determined. And when I came back yeah. then, I tried so, so hard to get like a jewellery internship anywhere, like not even an internship. I was looking to see if there was anywhere in Galway that even had like a repairs job, you know, not even designing, I just see, something yeah. that was, you know, you could, yeah. yeah so and I couldn't I couldn't get anything and I remembered like there was w- one woman that was like and like what's what's your goal and I was like oh like I want to make um contemporary jewelry or like kind of fashion jewelry in Galway and she was like do you not kind of think that like uh, Galway people know what they like and like what they know meaning kind of like Clara and Celtic and you know oh, kind, of, yeah. like, kind of designs and stuff and I was like um I had the Clara ring and I was like yeah no I suppose they do but I was left after that feeling so low and I was like oh god like, like maybe I'm completely out of my depth here and um but then you have yeah. a niche then that's what like I suppose it was hard yeah. to see it but like that was kind of like I you have a niche like and you're gonna go for it like yeah that was that, and that, yeah and that that was what I can kind of see now but at the time I was just like oh my god like what am I doing like is this a really yeah. bad oh. <laughs> but I ended up oh, and I still exactly (laughs) but I needed to get something um to be working with someone because I just felt like I couldn't do it on my own so that's when I got an internship with um a millionaire in Galway called Emily Jean so she had just moved out to my cullen she was in town and she was like oh listen like you know basically said she'd take me on for a few months I had no experience in like making hats or anything but she um she was really really good and she kind of taught me everything that I know now about like her pieces and hats and it was just really good to be around someone else kind of creative in Galway um and yeah. she really good with kind of like knowing the business side of things so I started Emma Larkinstein while I was doing um the internship with her so like she was definitely like a really good person to have been around for that yeah um, that's amazing yeah yeah so um and um, have you would you always have said that you were a really creative person like I know you said that you didn't want to like you thought that you wouldn't go into jewelry after your yeah. degree or whatever but have you always thought that you would end up in to do with design and fashion um I always would have said I was into art uh, like art rather than like design so like okay say, yeah. say in school um I would like art would have been my favorite subject I would have it would have been the one thing that I was and now I wasn't great at school but like art was one of the things that like I was clearly better at that than anything else so I kind okay, of didn't yeah. know that like I will do something with it but like when I was in leaving cert 
I was like, I, I really struggled and even said, because I was like, I yeah. really don't know what I want to do. Um, so I decided to take the year out and to do an art portfolio course. So I oh, did that. Yeah, listen, if anyone, if anyone is like half thinking about doing something to do with art or design, like I would really recommend that course. It was in GTI and it was a year long. So it basically like built the portfolio to go to NCAD. But you didn't have, like when I was, when I started the portfolio course, I didn't necessarily like, really want to go to NCAD I just knew that I wanted to yeah. have this portfolio um and even like the tutors there like it's it's just so many like they were like Emma you're definitely going to go into like sculpture like that's what they kept saying they're like something with like making but like these big kind of pieces and I was like oh yeah maybe I will go into sculpture and then it was only when I was in NCAD that I was like I think I am way more inclined towards design than say like abstract kind of like fine art yeah. you know kind of loads of meaning behind something like if you like with my earrings like you look at it and it's lobster and it's like yeah. you know, it's just lobster <laughs> like, <there's> <laughs> like meaning behind it um so yeah but I am really happy that I did pick design um just for that kind of purpose rather than anything else um but I did I did always know that I was I would go into something creative but I didn't really know kind of what that's very interesting and say now that you have your business and that like everything is kind of you've had it for what two years now is it yeah Yeah, so just yeah so 2018 was kind of when I yeah it's two years now yeah and then when you were doing your design degree or what exactly was your degree so it was jewelry and metalwork yeah you said that so like did you have any business experience did you have any no business <laughs> <out there. laughs> I know so like in in NTD, like love NTD, but um they don't kind of I felt like for me I didn't take a lot out of it in terms of like the business side of things yeah. but that I probably wasn't concentrating at the same time because I don't think I actually thought that I would need the business skills exactly yeah <laughs> there but it's just I probably didn't kind of pick up on them so when yeah. I was starting out before anything like before I had like an Instagram or a Facebook or anything I just had made a few pieces and um, I started to I did the start your own business course with local enterprise Ireland Very good. Uh, it's a part-time evening course again would recommend that to anyone like they're in there was so helpful and there's like everyone is from completely different like backgrounds and the type of business that they want to get into so I found that really good but like it was so funny because we had to do this kind of presentation thing on the last on the last day and they were like oh Emma like what's the thing that you learned most from this course and I was like oh like I think it's that you have to kind of make money to, to run a business <laughs> you can just tell you're from an art point of view like you're from an art yeah. background like, I found that really really good and that definitely um kind of helped me because I didn't know anything about businesses or I still I still don't I'm still winging it like you know, but, exactly, but I feel like ev- that's everyone that's like taking a race like any entrepreneur that takes a race yeah everyone's kind of just winging it and definitely 100% yeah um talk to me now about that sounds okay actually scrap that that sounds awful talk to me now <laughs> like I can't say that in a podcast you can't, can't go on <laughs> okay and um how do you um how do you go about funding um how did you go about funding the business to start with did you get outside help or did you all was it all your own money or yeah um so this was so basically I started so when I was doing the internship with Emily I was also working part-time um in as a receptionist um so I like I, I did have um like I did have a form of income um yeah. but 
uh, like that that being said like I wasn't almost kind of making that much money but also the um I had like I did have help from my dad which is really good as well like he was quite kind of yeah. like at the beginning he was really like Do you know I'm going to kind of help you because I know I'll end up getting kind of it back at some point exactly <laughs> so, yeah, um, yeah. So no I didn't and that's the thing that I'm kind of thinking about more so now rather than before being like I wonder is there kind of any sort of grants or kind of things like that that I could have applied for or that I could now but it was everything was was my own money and um yeah so then because but I've worked part-time I, I work full-time now so I worked full I worked part-time up until last February and I felt hello? like our dad, oh yeah can you hear hello. me yeah hello can you hear me yeah, yeah I have you back so okay, that, Emma, would you mind two seconds I think my dad yeah. is hoovering downstairs I'm gonna have to tell him to stop because you're okay. Gonna be <laughs> okay two seconds yeah I should probably have told them beforehand that I was doing it. Like, I'm just sitting in my room, like, and they're probably like, oh, she's talking to herself again. Or something. Yeah, yeah. Oh my God. Probably oh my God. Now, um, okay, so I just go back to where we are. So, like, Emma, that's yeah. really good that you were able to, like, fund it yourself. And I also think that one thing that I will say about, like, starting your own business and from what I know of it, because I wouldn't know as much as you would now at all, but, like, there isn't that much information to be found. You really have to seek information about, like, funding, about what you're entitled to. Like there's oh, so much like it there's it's like a vast field of stuff that like you just there's a whole world out there to do with funding and like all that stuff and like it's they're so hard to like navigate it. No, completely. And I also think that um no, I, I think I think that's completely true. And that's what I found really hard as well. Cause like last year I was working I, I was working the part I finished the internship and then I went out part-time and then I or I was still part-time um and I said listen do you know what like I'm gonna give it a go full-time like doing the jewelry um things things were going well like I was getting a good yeah. few sales a week do you know kind of was like no I'm gonna put in my all at least for a year and this was last June um and I applied for job seekers or whatever and yeah. I thought that I thought like I didn't I almost kind of didn't know whether or not in job seekers to say I'm starting my I'm trying to do yeah. my own thing, or like I have another kind of form of income or whatever and um yeah again it's that kind of hazy point where you're like I don't really know what yeah. I'm supposed to say yeah. and yeah. Why, like you know and if I'm going to get in trouble or what, yeah, whatever so I did that but then I just felt that yeah I felt like I kind of jumped in a bit too fast and I wasn't really prepared for how much less money I would actually like have gotten rather than having my like part-time job and yeah. um, just just for me so rather than more than anything I just felt like even in terms of like every like sale that I made was going on some sort of material and like just it just was just a, a bit of a mess but that being said like I had so much more time and that's when I made all those headpieces and like yeah. I made like a headpiece for the Galway races that was like shortlisted and it just like it, a lot of things happened that summer that I don't think would have happened if I had been working um if I had been working part-time but then kind of September came and it was almost like another January and I was getting no yeah. sales and it's like just I felt like all the pieces that I was making as well were almost like 
panic pieces because I felt like I should be like making so many new designs and some of them just weren't great but they were only done for like the sake of it if you get me yeah um, I to me. so yeah so I started working then again in October and I started working full-time so I now work full-time and I've found that this job that I have now is really good because you're able to like book days off and swap shifts and do all these things yeah. so like haven't had any problem with like um kind of like markets or different things that I've had to do I've, I've been able to do everything and also have the income to be able to kind of fund like materials and everything without um without having to worry about it but obviously like the goal is to go completely yes. like no yeah. work into the business but I don't think that's that's yet um yeah. but it is it's, it's really kind of hard to kind of figure out like is there any sort of money that more money that you could be getting from somewhere or um if you're not like a business type person anyways I think it's quite hard to kind of link up with people that are or something yeah. in the same kind of field yeah um but my like, plan is, is that I really do want to do some sort of business course within fashion um like as some part-time kind of one that I think now would be way more relevant to me than when yeah. I did the how to start your own business course like before so that's that's the plan and there's actually so many um fashion courses that are available online um because I know yeah. that I've actually been looking into them recently because um I was meant to be going on my Erasmus to France um now oh, no. actually but um it's after being cancelled until at least January so I'm kind of like given like an extra like four or five yeah. months that I'm like okay I have to do something with my four or five months so yeah. I've actually been looking into fashion courses and you would be so surprised how many are available online um, really yeah, God, that's yeah. funny. I wouldn't even I wouldn't even like I've thought about that so much but like where what I'm kind of thinking at the moment as well is like I feel like at the minute I'm working from home so I'm working from home like full-time and then I'm also doing the jewelry from home yeah. full-time that like I would love to be doing some sort of course or something like with people and I know this is oh, the worst I get you. I understand, yeah. but like I'd love a bit of like jump going to a class like, social, like, social interaction like literally <laughs> exactly yeah. I know I'm blessed that way because um I work in a restaurant so I'm so lucky oh. that like nearly every day like there's a very few days I have off so like nearly every day like I'm going in I'm seeing like yeah. you know my friends or I'm seeing like you know like the locals that come in or whatever like and yeah. like it's so good like it's such a huge change to what lockdown was like and it just it's well needed yeah. so that's oh, why no, I, suppose, yeah. I don't really mind doing the online courses so because oh I'm yeah so well, you, said, oh, you do yeah. <laughs> you do it and you let me know how it is <laughs> whether or not you felt lonely yeah. <laughs> um now Emma do you remember um I suppose we'll go on to like a bit more about mm -hmm. like your designs and all that kind of stuff yeah. do you remember making money for your first piece or do you remember being commissioned to make your first piece so yeah like as in it's it's so funny the so the basically when I started to make my own pieces I used silicone um as my main material in my design in my uh, final year project in NCAD so when I started making pieces again almost to kind of like get into the swing of things I was like oh, I'll stick to something that I know and I'll use silicone and it's yeah. just kind of I just haven't kind of let go of it <laughs> yet yeah. since um so um <laughs> the but the, so the first pieces that I made I it was like I'm going to make my own pieces and I am going to sign up for a flea market and I signed up two weeks before the flea market was due and I had no pieces made oh, so okay. um I I don't know how I did it but I ended up coming out with like 
a good few pieces of kind of different kind of materials that I'd found or you know different kind of designs that I'd done and um kind of threw things together basically but it, it, it worked out well and so like the but I was so so nervous like I felt so sick like yeah. I went to the <laughs> and so, like and it was just it was just in town as well and um so then I when I went um one of my friends uh her aunt came who I'd never met before but my yes. friend is like the biggest like advocate of my stuff yes. and I've been sending her all like my, my pieces and she sent her aunt in and her aunt gave me a tenner for one of my pieces and we took a photo so we actually have like a photo of me giving her that the earrings and her- I love that I actually love that so much because you would always have that to look back on yeah, like, I like and I just went her as well, like her, her, um, her husband took the photo. <laughs> everyone else in the flea market was like, who is your one? Take a photo for making her first sale. Um, but yeah, no, that was that was definitely um, one that would like remember. But it's, it's funny, even my first message that I got, I got on um, Instagram, like setting up the Instagram as well was like the most anxiety I think I've ever had like oh, for no. weeks up before I was like I don't know what to call it like should I call it like a name or should I call it my name or should I call it like yeah. an Irish you know it's it was really hard to kind of figure out and then um, so went with my name anyways and the first one of the like the first messages that I got from someone I didn't know um she was like oh can I buy them like how will I pay you I was like, oh my god, what? I was like, what's that? What's that? What's that? What's that? <laughs> so yeah, so that 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 was really exciting as well. So there's all those kind of like little um like little wins that happen, and you're so so happy, and like yeah. even, like I still get so happy when um when someone buys something off my website. Like I'll go online and I'll see if I can find them on Instagram or Facebook just to see what they look like. <laughs> <laughs> get a photo of them wearing your piece. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So yeah, so uh, no, but I. It, it was it was a great feeling definitely um the first time that someone bought them but it hasn't it hasn't worn off yet that's <laughs> so, so but that's so how you know you're doing the right thing though that's how yeah. you know you're in the right business that's literally <laughs> exactly yeah and you're still getting excited about yourself and yeah. you were just talking about instagram there and how like instagram is kind of um not really just a social media platform anymore it's kind of become yeah. a marketing platform it's a sales platform people buy stuff mm-hmm. on instagram now all the time um, is yeah. that kind of how you made a lot of your sales at the start or is it still something that you do you still use yeah. Instagram selling kind of as a so I um yeah so I like I'm, again I'm really not that great with like computers and kind of linking yeah. things and I know that like I, I really should have my website connected to the to my Instagram so that you know when you click on something and then the price comes up like that oh, Instagram shop you. yeah yeah um, I'd love for that to be done but I've tried I've given it like a good three goes of like 10 minutes at a time and I'm like no I'm done <laughs> I'll get someone to do what that actually knows but um the first yeah the first um while see I was doing I did the business course to start your own business course and I hadn't an Instagram or a website so I kind of came out of that being like god I really need yeah. both of them like you know um and for I wasn't so much selling my my items my my items <laughs> my, 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 my Instagram, um, but I was like putting up posts saying like oh I'll be at this flea market or I'll be at these markets and I've done a good few markets before I say going to like making a website um and Instagram though is really really great like I feel like I you need to follow the right people almost or like the right kind yeah. of account to to get the most out of it but like I, I it's been so so good for me um in terms of like yeah just kind of getting getting your stuff out there and like it was funny because like before I was really kind of nervous that like my you know how a lot of kind of businesses their Instagram is very like 
clean and like teamed and I like you know I'm kind of really aesthetically that, yeah. like looking and I knew from the beginning that I wasn't going to be able to do that yeah. um just I, I, I wouldn't understand have it so much like, yeah it's yeah. like people are so like in tune with like having like an aesthetic or having a yeah. theme like and I just don't know how people do it at all like because I'm like yeah. every photo I put up is completely different <laughs> yeah oh that's same. I was like my team, my team is random like, yeah. or, you know, like uh, or you know when you're like flicking through ASOS and you have to pick like a color of a dress like I go with yeah. multi like that's like my team like you know yeah. um, so uh but I do think at the same time it's worked out better for me because I'm really happy that like I ha- I didn't start off thinking it was going to be this big aesthetically pleasing page yeah. and then just kind of give up on it um so but it is it, it I, I do think Instagram is really good and I do think it's really taken off in terms of even people like selling what's been really good for me actually sorry I know I've, I'm rambling here now but like what's been, what's, <laughs> but um, what's been really good which is is funny is the Instagram sales like I've only done it a few times where I might have most of my work is made to order but I could yeah. have like I don't know a few pieces lying around and I'll be like oh like having a, a flash sale or whatever and um you put them up and it's almost like you're creating this like urgency that people are like yeah. I need that or else it's gone when it's on my website anyways do you know what yeah, I mean but I, like yeah it's just because it's ready to go so I think that that's that's really been really good and um I've also kind of been thinking maybe yeah like you know how a lot of people do like stock drops so like you yeah, know I they might think in stock drops I yeah. stock drops have become such a like a major They've like, become trend such at the moment a thing. Like, yeah and but like, the, the, like, vintage really brought that yeah. in like it's just oh, like, completely. and she's doing so so well yeah. and um but it's uh, for me I've been trying to kind of figure out how it would work because I'd be really afraid that like because my work is made to order I'd be really afraid that I'd make all of this work and then some of it wouldn't sell and I'd be left with this yeah. like abundance of of pieces that don't <laughs> sell that well um so yeah but I definitely do think that stock, stock drops are like they're coming into fashion like they're they're a big thing yeah yeah, I've noticed a lot of kind of a few jewelry people that I followed in them too but at the same time like every time that they're doing them I was like jewelry I think to do stock drops though because like their jewelry is so like specific to the person like even size wise and stuff like so like yeah if you were probably a jumper like you could put a belt around it and make it whereas, like, yeah. jewelry is, like, <laughs> exactly. made the, that way, yeah exactly that age you know or like headpieces yeah. are made to fit your head like you know that kind yeah. of way yeah 100% yeah I know no you're dead right but like there there is a point there is a part of me when I'm looking at these jewelry stock drops I'm like I need them <laughs> like I yeah. want them because they're they're, they're limited like yeah. you know? um, I but, get you now Emma you'll have to tell everyone about your features in British Vogue, Vanity Fair and all like that is just yeah. the goal like the absolute goal no. getting to British Vogue like yeah. no I don't know it definitely <laughs> um yeah so it was so random um, I <laughs> Um, literally I thought so I'm again like I've been talking about I've, I'm working from home for like a call center and um, we sell furniture and this woman called up and she was asking me about the size of her curtains and I was like oh my god like I don't care <laughs> she, was like, she was like oh so if this is the size of my window and this is the size of my previous curtains like what kind of thing do I need and I was like oh my god and my head was so fried but I so I looked out on my phone and I saw this email and it was like um an email address that I didn't recognize and then it yeah. was like I'm off of British folk and I was like oh gosh like that's spam and so I kept <laughs> the woman then about the curtains and I kind of I was like oh my god I hate this conversation and I went back to um, my phone and I looked at it again and I was like 
oh god like imagine though if that wasn't spam like imagine if that was actually real but oh my god i i can butterflies <laughs> in my stomach for you like honestly, it's the goal is british <laughs> I, I, but the thing is is that they didn't say my name they said good afternoon and then it's like it sounded like a, fi- a fishy email like it was like good afternoon yeah. we saw your profile online and blah 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 like it didn't it wasn't like hey emma like we saw your like hearts and lobsters it was like really really generic and I was like um oh I I, so I still didn't really believe it and I then googled the email address and it was from Condé Nast which are like the company that owned, yeah yeah <laughs> I didn't know who they were so it's like, so they like owned Vanity Fair and uh Vogue and um other ones and then so that that was the email but I still didn't I was still like no so I googled I googled British Vogue scammed me like, like trying to get like a thread up that might be like I um, can't believe you did this like they took all my money and like you know like they took all my earrings or whatever and I, so I have found I found this blog post from this one girl who was like I frequently ask questions like how did I get into British Vogue and she answers and she's like I thought it was a scam at the beginning so I wrote to her this random she was from <laughs> she's from England and she was like a um like a chef for for like oh a caterer so she was like a caterer for weddings and I wrote to her and I was like listen I'm after getting this email and I'm just wondering is it is it um like legit or whatever and she's like no no it is and I was like what and and then I couldn't believe it and then she goes which is fair enough for her to say you know but she was like listen like I thought it was so good but like my sales I really thought I was kind of gonna like shoot to stardom or whatever and she was like I feel like I didn't get that much sales and whatever and she kind of dampened it a little bit for me but at the same time I was okay. like, I still I'm still weak at the at the rigmarole you went through to figure out was it <laughs> yeah so then so then she was like um, so then uh she I she replied in the email and was like we can arrange a phone call so I was like okay so then she we arranged this phone call um the next morning and uh I yeah it was just it was one of those things that was so surreal and I was like rambling on and then she was just like yeah so basically it's like a three-month thing your work will be in it for um it'll it'll be in it for three issues so it was in the August September and it will be in the October one now in a week and um so yeah it was it was absolutely bizarre and I still don't really believe it so like I had a really big like Vogue party not a really big one because of social distancing and everything yeah. but like <laughs> a Vogue party with like a few friends and um uh yeah I I couldn't believe it and then from there I got a message from Vanity Fair um obviously they have the same kind of people or yeah. whatever and um yeah and so then uh, yeah I've gotten a few other messages now that will be that will be out in the next few weeks as well oh that <laughs> is so exciting like I remember seeing it on um I was it your Instagram or it was someone else's yeah. Instagram that had it up that like you were after being um you know got into British Vogue and I was just like no <laughs> I was like I have a headpiece from <laughs> and she is in British Vogue I was like, on eBay now for a celebrity like <laughs> I can never afford anything that's in British Vogue, and I already own something. It's the best thing ever. Oh my god, that is so funny. Oh, it was unreal, and then like congratulations, like that is oh that is literally the dream. Oh, it's actually the dream. <laughs> Thank you so much. No, I know I was absolutely delighted. Like it's be- funny people kept being like, I am so happy for you. It's like no, but you don't know how happy I am for me. <laughs> I am so 
so happy. Um, no, I was so giddy and it was so funny. I got a, I, I've never before in my life got a nosebleed and I got a nosebleed three times before getting the magazine. And I think it was out of excitement. I like never before had I got a nosebleed. I was like, oh my God, I, I don't think I'm ever going to be this excited again. Um, but um, it's so funny. My dad is so cute then because I, I, yeah, I was just doing a lot that day and like everyone was sending me photos of them with their magazines and I went to four shops and I couldn't get the issue at all and I was getting really no. I was like I just want to see it like I really just want to see it and I the um my dad then went out he drove out to Barnet and bought like five copies <laughs> so I've loads of them if you're looking for them <laughs> so oh that's yeah. so cute though he's probably so proud of you like and so delighted like, look at my daughter like, yeah no I know so um no I'm I'm delighted now it's been it's been really really good and um it's funny because like my my sales have uh, definitely gone up but I don't think it's from people sitting down and reading Vogue and being like oh I like her stuff I'm gonna go online yeah. <laughs> people like maybe coming across my page or do you know I think it's the fact that it because more people are sharing it because like yeah, yeah. Vogue, yeah I get you more I so than anything like word of mouth like that's that's how you're gonna make sales like yeah so. no exactly and oh, like even like amazing yeah no I'm, I'm delighted like even like so say last week I got a message from this company who um kind of remind me of like the London equivalent of like sustainable fashion Dublin do you know kind of like the okay kind of yeah that, um kind of organize events and different things and they were in the same issue as me and they were like oh like um we saw your work and we'd really like to do a pop-up shop with you and a few other people um oh, over amazing. yeah over over in London so I was like oh that would be brilliant but like they were like on Portobello Road and I was like in Dublin and they were like no London so that's your Irish thing to do then. <laughs> yeah. and I, they are, so that's in a few weeks so I have been kind of like back and forth about whether or not I'm gonna actually go over because they said they do my stuff they'd set up all my stuff but I think I'm gonna go over for like a day or two just to see it because I'm I'm living out of home now as well, so I'd be able to kind of self isolate and everything. And exactly, yeah. yeah. Come back, especially if you're working. Yeah. Both, like if your day job and your business yeah. are both at home. Like yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I was like, if people are going on holidays, like I'm going for business. <laughs> so, exactly. Yeah. Um, if the Irish bloggers are in Ibiza, I'm going to London. <laughs> exactly. <person. laughs> yeah. So yeah, no, I'm delighted now. But um, yeah, it's been so good. <laughs> Oh, I'm, I'm delighted. Now, I suppose we'll have a few more questions yep. before I finish up. We've been rambling on yeah. for ages. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so, I know like, we don't want to focus on it too much because yeah. obviously we kind of keep things happy and positive. But how did your business adapt to coronavirus and COVID? Did it have much of an impact or was it... Yeah. Kind of just the same as usual for you um it was a mix I think of of both it was that I was definitely one of the kind of like lucky businesses um out there like the only thing that it kind of did affect is that like I was supposed to this girl wrote to me and was like I wanted to kind of internship with me and to be like an intern and she I was so excited to have someone start working with me because I've been yeah. doing this like on my own for so long and then coronavirus happened and it was one of those things that I was like oh my god like I and she was literally supposed to start like the last week in no the second last the second last week in March and we're like we'll leave it a week and we'll see how it goes and then it came to the last week and we're like no like I just feel yes one of those things that like I we've been talking for ages and we just kind of figured out how we're going to work it and then that happened but listen like you know it'll, it'll happen again and it'll be fine um exactly yeah but um in terms of like my work like I wear 
I wear gloves and a mask anyway. It's not not because of that, but because it's really sticky. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. it's not like there's a coronavirus. So like, it's actually if you don't wear it, like your hands are like yeah. much. So um, I wear that anyway. So in that kind of sense, it hasn't affected me. Like in terms of business wise, it's actually my sales really increased the first kind of couple of months of the summer really randomly and I didn't know why and I think it's because a lot of people were on the COVID payment, COVID oh, payment yeah. were online and like kind of like yeah. keep seeing things and kind of didn't know what else to spend their money on so they were like yeah <laughs> so in that sense it actually did do really well but it's it's so funny I was like one day I was like it always seems to be like Friday or like this random Friday or whatever and they were like that's the yeah. day and I was like oh <laughs> and like my friends are like that's the day that the payment comes in but it definitely hasn't had any kind of negative effects on that's so good yeah. and I suppose because you didn't really have any employees either <laughs> or like a, it was probably a good thing that you were working oh definitely um, yeah out of a room at home like because yeah. it probably meant like that you could still keep doing your, yeah. your thing like, so, and, so, and like it's probably a, yeah like I'm able to kind of do the, do it between calls as well now, which is also really good. To, like deadly, yeah, that is unreal. Yeah. Don't tell, don't tell anyone that I work with that. I hope no one listens to this podcast that you work with. <laughs> definitely the lady who was on the phone about your curtains earlier is definitely, <laughs> definitely listen to this. Exactly. Oh, she, was on, she was getting emails about Bo, but she was telling me about her curtains. Um, and now Emma, I suppose, what is in store for the future of Emma Larkin Designs? so where do you see it going <laughs> so um where do I see it going like the long-term long-term goal is that I would really like to um I think I would really like to do to have some sort of shop like slash studio slash place yeah. that you can go and like kind of get commission pieces but more so kind of maybe towards like like alternative weddings so not so much like mother of the bride oh. but kind of like um and you know kind of nice kind of like florally kind of headpieces or do you know just oh amazing kind of, yeah that, that I love sound that yeah that kind yeah. of um that kind of thing so something along that but also it being like a shop that you can kind of go in because I at the moment I would really like to focus on headpieces and hats and that's where I'm kind of like yeah. thinking at the moment that like I feel like at a bit of a standstill with what I can do yeah. so I definitely want to do some sort of course or internship or something to do with with hats um I, like again just to kind of because I know now that I actually have an interest in it um so and do one of those kind of business courses as well that I think would be really good but like for the time being I am very content with like the shops that I'm in um I, I in the future I would love to be able to take on someone I think I think the short-term goal sorry I know I'm talking so much but I think the goal <laughs> in the next kind of couple of years is to be able to do it full-time for a couple of years and see how it amazing and yeah to then also have someone work with me because I think it's really important to be around people other kind of creative people and I feel like exactly because I'm doing it on my own I'm a bit like going into my mom and dad being like do you like them and they're like they're not gonna tell you they're like they don't like them or anything yeah every time my dad does say that he doesn't like them I like throw this big straw but like you don't even know what you're talking about (laughs) yes you do like them stop lying (laughs) (laughs) yeah Um, no I love the sound that I love the fact that you're focusing on hit pieces like you start to petition to make them normal like start an online oh, campaign no, to normalize wearing headpieces <laughs> to like I know that just every day <laughs> I love headpieces just so I can wear mine like just make them like just like I can go to the shopping center or something with my headpieces <laughs> <Definitely>. <laughs> 
literally like that's all I want <laughs> oh my god you'll be my first client you'll be my me- <laughs> you can you can walk down shop street and we'll see salon. <laughs> exactly yeah and um what advice would you give to someone who wanted to start not just a design business I suppose but any business like what would you say to a young person who's thinking about doing it not even a young person someone who's maybe 50 and wants to start their own business yeah um, I think that what really helps me um, and I'm so willing to like talk to other people as well as really talking to like-minded people so like if you see someone who you kind of like inspired to be and you're like oh like or inspired to be and you're like oh like do you know I wonder how they got to where they are like ask them do you know what I mean like ask them yeah. kind of yeah. that's that's what I've been doing like I went to Derry last week to talk to a woman <laughs> like you know like just to, so yeah nice. just 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 to talk to a woman because I wanted to see how she kind of where how she got to where she is now um yeah. and that's what I've found so helpful is like or like Instagram's great for that as well if you see someone yeah. that you like like just write to them and ask them if they have any kind of tips or like what exactly they did to kind of get where they are and like some people are way more willing to kind of help you than others and I think a lot of them might kind of be like I had to learn like the hard way almost but like I'm always so willing to kind of you know give advice to anyone so I kind of hope that people would be the same to me um that's brilliant advice I love that that was one reason I was so excited to do this podcast with you Mm -hmm. because I was like I get to find out her story. <laughs> yeah. I get to hear everything about her. Now I'm not going to tell you who I asked, but um, yeah, no, definitely. That's like that. That's 100 what I what I'd recommend to do. And like, then in terms of kind of your your work, I found Instagram so hard not hard just really daunting at the beginning because it, there's almost like a vulnerability of putting your work out there and then being like oh my god what if nobody likes this like what if I know yeah but like and then you have to also think that like if you like it more than likely other people are gonna like it like that's at the end of the day like that's that's exactly. it you know what I mean like people people aren't gonna you're not probably doing anything too different than what people exactly. already like um yeah so in that kind of sense I just tell people to to actually just to make an Instagram and to put themselves <laughs> to make to go on Instagram <laughs> exactly <laughs> that's all you need um, but yeah so to kind of yeah to definitely like talk to other people that are doing the same kind of thing and yeah and to not be afraid to kind of put your work out there because like people will like it do you know and even exactly. if they don't create yeah. fake profiles that like it or something <laughs> <laughs> but yeah I love it <laughs> I just want to say thanks so so much to Emma for joining us and be sure to follow her on Instagram at Emma Larkin Design and don't forget to support Irish always and support local. So thanks so much Emma. Bye. Bye.